taking the light to the gathering darkness. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Welcome to the End Time Revolution. Broadcasting worldwide on a mission to unite born-again servants to find the army of Elijah's preparing to face Antichrist to witness before all, come what may. This is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Wings of the Eagle Radio is back on the air. Uh, Christopher Manti is me, your humble host. And um, I really am just so tickled that we get to be able to do this together. Um, Sometimes it gets, you know, you don't know how many people are listening. You don't know how effective this ministry is. Um, But you just have to have a little faith. And if it's your call, just do that, and God will produce the fruit and bring uh, whatever in that he desires you to have. That's what, I think that's how it works. Um, so again, I'm just a dude here with a, uh, with a mission. And there's so many distractions, like, you know. So many distractions today. I mean, really, that's kind of a simplistic statement, but I don't think anyone can can deny it. At this point, we are in a world that is very, very confusing and full of distraction. And not just um, because there's a lot of stuff to do, which there is, you know, the vast majority of uh, history, human beings on the earth, um, there wasn't a whole lot to do, <laughs> right? You, you, you hopefully did some kind of uh, work during the day to eat and have shelter and uh, raise little ones. That's kind of it. And, you know, in that way, nothing has changed, but it's not like you had many options. Um, whereas today, especially in the Western nations, the rich Western nations, <clears throat> especially here in the United States, um, it's very, 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 very easy to be distracted 24-7, you know. Um, and, of course, as always... Uh, our relationship with God, our God, our Creator, suffers when there are other things going on, because we choose those other things by our fleshly, sinful nature. Um, we want to, you know, pretend that we are the providers for ourselves. We pretend that we are the arbiters of justice. We pretend that um, we can create something 
and it'll last. They're all lies. And so, but if you're in that mode, you know, you can really be in it and really, really be in it. And again, with modern, you know, to, I don't know, blame technology or, 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 um, just the animosity, the spirit of the age is for, um, makes it very, very easy for you to never spend a moment with God, even if you believe, and to um, enter into a battle that you think is righteous, but has nothing to do with righteousness. We all, we all are susceptible. I'm susceptible. There's no, you know, he's immune to it. Uh, unless we consciously and consistently focus on what we are to be doing. Focus on our first love. Don't leave your first love. That is the Lord Jesus. So, it's not, you know, again, don't don't misunderstand. It doesn't mean you live in a cave and never come out. Well, that's the opposite of what the Lord would have us do anyways. We need to be out there. We need to be. That's why I'm doing this. That's why we do this. That's why Wings of the Eagle exists. So it's to connect folks, to connect believers, to tell them that there is something else. You're not, you're not alone. You're not crazy. You ain't crazy, <laughs> as Robbie Harridge joins in. Um, and there is nothing wrong with you. Uh, but we do need that fellowship. We do need to get together with other any kind of Christians that, from any stripe. And unfortunately, there are stripes. That's not what God desires, but yet here it is. Hey, Fred. Welcome, brother. <clears throat> so, uh, being that there are so many different flavors or and um, traditions and denominations and all that stuff, to see through that um, just to get a, a pure, um, unvarnished, Holy Spirit, you know, Word of God fellowship thing that we're called to. And by the way, we're called to minister to the lost and increase the kingdom of God. Proselytize. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so, uh, if we're operating in that, we're good. But and yet, and yet, even if we know that, even if we know what to do, if we know the truth, if we know, if we have the Spirit of God, if we hear from Him, Michael, morning, sir. Um, if we hear from Him, if we're consistently applying, it takes dedication, it takes perseverance, it takes discipline. Discip- disciple, to be a disciple is to have a discipline, right? Same word. You're disciplined in the obedience to your master, in that case, of a disciple. You're learning. You're, you're a student, yes, but it's more than that. You're disciplined in the art, in the warfare, in the whatever of the master. So, I just want to lay this foundation, because you see this title and you think, oh my gosh, this guy's crazy. Not crazy. I know. I know where it comes from. I know what the temptation is. I know um, I've been in it. 
right? You heard my story. If you know, if you listen to this program at all, by the way, this is Wings of the Eagle Radio. Please go to wingsoftheeagle.com and click on the radio uh, tab selection, and you'll see all of our episodes, all of them. And it's been quite a few now. Let's see. This is actually episode number 76. 76. Um, pretty awesome. Uh, and that's since we've gone through this to this um, current format of Spreaker, which is a really cool way to do these um, radio podcasts, whatever you call it. And um, it's just real simple and easy, and it works good. So that's all I ask for out of life. Uh, 76 episodes, yep. Yep, yep. Speaking of 76, like like the year 1776, right? That's the foundation or the uh, declaration of independence of this place we call the United States of America. Or these United States of America. Um, part of that uh, formation of a nation... And we, I know we've got a lot of patriots probably listening here. I've, this is, again, this is my history. This is my past. This is where I've, uh, God brought me out of, through, right? Again, it's, it's righteous. It's good. You want godly leaders, right? Because you know the, the country's in trouble. Some bad things are happening, and we're not where we should be. So we have elections here, and that's what happens. Well, you know, I was in that. I was in that. I was on campaigns. I ran campaigns. I was. I did websites for presidential campaigns. So, or helped out with communications and all that stuff. Not to brag, just to say I've been in it all the way in it. The only thing I didn't do was actually run for office. Thank God, I would have ran out of money. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. So I've been in it. I know it. Believe me. Believe me. I know the the dedication that it takes and the 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 warfare over that and all that stuff. I get it. But here's the problem. Um. If you believe in the sovereignty of God, there's some things we can't change. We can't control because people are going to choose what they're going to choose. At a certain point, God is going to lay his hands off. Look, we're not Israel. All right? I hate to break it to you. Uh, The United States, and I'm going to be, for all my non-American listeners, I apologize. This is when I say we, I mean Americans. We are not Israel. God is not directing all our steps. He's not. He didn't call the United States. He's not in covenant with the United States. And I know we like to teach that. We're really close to that. We basically are saying that. A lot of people on the right, especially. That this, we are, you know, we're a new Israel. And the, the pilgrims and the Puritans and the, the laws, where they come from, okay. That's fine. They were believers, basically. Not all of them. But a lot of them, frankly, a lot of the Western world in, in the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s were believers. Um, so it's not, it's not surprising that uh, they would make a, you know, come here and have a Christian worldview and to base these governmental principles on, on the Bible. That makes sense, but it's not a covenant. That's not God saying, you establish this and I will bless you. That's not what this is. 
It never was. We have no right to be here. There is no, God is not going to protect the United States. I mean, if he chooses to, but he's not obligated. There's no contract. We are not the holy nation the scripture speaks of. And it's not to poo-poo it. No other, no other nation is. I don't care if you're in Europe or South Africa or Australia or Russia. Or South America, it doesn't matter. None of us are covenanted with God. None of us are special. None of us. We happen to be in an incredible location for safety, um, as far as invasion, right, from other countries, from other people. Um, natural resources, just exploding with natural resources. The folks that we uh, have here have been very um, mentally strong, okay? We have a lot of genius thinkers and all that stuff. And so we're in, a, we're in an unprecedented, basically, uh, country. But that's not, that's not because we've somehow been faithful to God. God, I mean, look at the empires, the heathen empires, the pagan empires, the, the ones who hated God, who fought against him. They had riches. They had great militaries. That's why they're empires. This is the thing man creates. But that doesn't mean we're special or different. Anyway, I've come all that way. And again, you know my history on this. I'm a conservative person, okay? If you, if you want to get political, and I hate it right now, but if you want to be uh, in politics, now we know conservative has different connotations in terms of uh, a conservative Christian means you're, you're interpreting the scripture in a conservative way. Um, in other words, sticking to the text and not making, you know, inserting your own opinions or feelings in there. That's conservative interpretation. And it kind of, it kind of flows with that thinking in the legal realm, okay, with the, this constitution that we have. If you read it literally or interpret it in the original intent, that makes you a conservative interpreter of the constitution and a judge. So if you're a judge or somebody in that, in the legal realm, um, who sticks more to that instead of calling it a living document, in other words, that it can change over time, which is what liberal um, theologians think. That's why when, you, when we say liberal Christianity, this is, that's the meaning of it, which is that the Bible isn't set in stone, that the Word of God is not exactly what it says all the time, that it can change, and that it changes with the years, and that for new challenges we need new things, that type of stuff. That's, that's liberal um, interpretation, both in the Bible and uh, constitutionally, that things can change. And it's up to us to implement those changes as our society um, needs or wants. So we have, I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> so I'm coming from this direction. Okay, I was on, again, you know, conservative Christian political people, that's who I want in office, that's who I've always, you know, fought for and all this stuff. Um, and with the Obama years and all that stuff, I was, you know, I was involved in all that. I was deeply, deeply involved. In fact, most of my friends on Facebook, at least through the last couple, until the last couple of years, um, have, have worked, came from that world. You know, there were some old friends and things like that, but most of them were on these campaigns that I was on. And we believe the same things about, you know, conservative Christian um, interpreters and, and, you know, getting godly men in office and all this stuff. 
So I made a lot, a lot, a lot of connections through that. And, but I've had to prune a lot of that off because, first of all, some folks are not in it for, for God at all. They're just, they like right-wing ideas or whatever. And so they like, they vote for the same people, but I'm not walking with them. Um, so we have to get it straight. All right, so now that we've established term, what is that, Michael? I always get confused when it comes to Constitution. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. And this is the thing, too. A lot of what we really have to watch... Hey, Pastor Randy, sorry I didn't uh, see you come in there. Uh, right, good. Yeah, I'll get to that in a moment, actually. Being Where, we're, where are we focused um, and to get distracted? Right, that's the point of this. Don't get distracted. Um, so the Constitution is not the Bible, right? I mean, we can have uh, similar inter- ways of interpreting. We could even be similar in our thought process about what the what our you know system of man, this government of mankind here on the earth, should look like, and all this stuff. So there's a lot of common ground. Um, but the Bible is not the Constitution. The Constitution is not God's word. Is not God's word. Now that sounds silly to some of you. Oh, well, duh, of course it's not. But you trust me. Satan has convinced millions and millions and millions of Americans that it's the same thing. It's always in the same breath. Judeo-Christian tradition. What is that? I mean, okay, but I get, I know what you're talking about, but you're really smashing a whole lot of stuff together in there. You're smashing the holy scriptures and unholy man tradition called the Constitution. It's not holy. It's good. It seems good. But it's not God. It's not God. It's not God's word. Who who says you can't change it? You can change it. That's why they have amendments. There's no amendments to the Bible. <laughs> right? We can't, you know, the um, your the Catholic Church or whoever, you know, the old way of uh, having hierarchy in the church, can they get together? And, well, that you call that Maybe they did try that kind of stuff, but the point is you can't add to the scripture of God's word with yours, and but you can with Constitution. That's what amendments are all about. Now, I finally am landing this plane here. I'm, I'm going in for a landing in that. What is this about today? What is What does that have to do with Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court is not the court of heaven. I know, just saying, like, something you knew. It's a waste of time. I mean, look, I try to keep my finger on the pulse. I don't want to judge people, and especially if they're fellow believers in what they're doing with their day, okay? We're all called to what we're called to. And some people are insistent. They're absolutely convinced that God has called them to politics. I just don't believe that, that he does that. Um, because that's not a ministry. <laughs> um, but he can use you in there, of course. You know. Anyways, um, but most of these folks are not, you know, running for anything. They're just, they're just commenting on the news of the day and on their side versus the other side. This is the this is what Satan does. The only sides there are in this world are saved and unsaved. Period. 
Your enemy is not the Democrats or the Republicans or the Russians or the Muslims. It's Satan and the fallen angels and the demons. That's your enemy. Period. Period. The rest are your brothers and sisters. I mean, maybe not in Christ at this time, but they're all created by the same Father, and he wants them all to come home. So... Anyway, it's not even about that. It doesn't mean we have to believe certain political things. It's not, we can have opinions. That's fine. I'm talking about what is you, what is a good use of your time. I've seen so many folks, you know, the famous guys that you might have heard of and the talking heads and the pundits and all this stuff. Even believers who normally are not talking about these things are now wrapped up in the Supreme Court and this and Kavanaugh's um, nomination. Look, he seems like a fine guy. I don't know. I never met him. Um, but it's, it's clear what's happening. It's clear what's happening with this process. One side likes, uh, is chosen. So all the guys on that side have to like him and all the guys on the other side have to hate him. And there's a fight and we're at such a, and I, that's always been kind of the way, but lately, especially as we saw in, in 2000, I mean, Bill Clinton really started to you know, the division became kind of stark. And then in 2000, the election of 2000, if you all are old enough to remember that, uh, it, the chasm just opened up with the, the hate just started to seep in now. All right. Um, very divisive. And all the way in the 2004 election was the worst thing ever. And then uh, as far as hatred and and then 2008, right. And, and then the, the Tea Party comes about and then dies. And then... Like all the, it's, it's the the division is just growing deeper and deeper, 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 deeper. The foundation is cracked. When the foundation is cracked, the water comes in, and it, the damage is irreversible. Irreversible. And this is I'm not even talking about abortion because we're going to pay for that, friends. We're going to pay for it. I don't care if you're what party you are, or whether you're against it, or sometimes against it, or all for it. You're going to pay. The country is going to pay for this. These are innocent lives. And um, each one is created in God's image. We're not even talking about warfare. You know, you, innocent people die in warfare, and that's that's horrible, but that's not even close to this. This is not warfare. These are parents intentionally killing their kids. And the, the the nation saying, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. Um, this is why the Supreme, this is, it's a, it's a, it's a giant distraction. Okay. Now there's a distraction. Generally, we shouldn't be worried about the Supreme court because we serve the courts of heaven. We are not citizens of America. You're citizens of heaven. Again, doesn't mean don't vote or be engaged. Let's be real about this. It doesn't matter if he's confirmed or not. Nothing will change. The course of America will not be changed or altered by who's on the Supreme Court. Because it's not the Supreme Court. Okay? Don't listen to this noise. Don't listen to this 
crud about you know that we're going to, we're going to hell in a handbasket if he gets confirmed, or oh my god he might not get confirmed, or oh my gosh we might lose the midterms. Who? Come on, man! I've heard this for so many cycles now. It's it's dead to me. It means nothing. Zip. Every election is the most important election of our lifetime. Blah 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 blah. Dude, look. If we're not concentrating on Jesus, it's for nothing. It's for nothing. We're supposed to be serving the Lord, not serving America. Serve the Lord, don't serve a party. And then you get into, God forbid, we get into these personalities, cults. And that's what they are. They're cults. Trump supporters, it's a cult. Trump haters, it's a cult. Uh, Same thing with Obama. Same thing with Bush. On and on and on. Once you get a star is born, right? Okay, there's, oh, this is our leader now. We have to defend him or attack him. Or he's the enemy, attack him. This is all satanic. It's not righteousness. It's not righteous. How many, you know, look at this. Uh, remember we had a big, again, for you older guys, we had a big old fight in early 2000s about George Bush's nominees. And oh my gosh. John Roberts. Right? Remember him? Or Alito. These guys. We've had almost complete... Uh, Almost a complete turnover of the Supreme Court the past, what, 20 years? 25 years. Um, and every one of it's the end of the world. Oh my God, Roe versus Wade is going to be over. No, it won't. You know why it won't? Because nobody's talking about it. A, there's no will for it. There is no will to overturn Roe versus Wade. None, 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 zero. There are no politicians willing to do it. None. Because their their power is the most important thing to them, not an innocent life. They want to stay in office. I mean, look, I, I know you can't speak for every single soul, but w- aside from that, the judges on the Supreme Court don't decide any laws. They just say if they're constitutional or not. That's it. Words, so they can't seek and choose which topics to address. Or even to which laws to go after. It has to be brought to them. It has to be in the federal court system already. There has to be an interstate um, court case. There has to be a case that is evolved past the state level in, uh, in appeals for them to even look at, consider it. So where, where are the cases... Uh, in front of uh, the federal courts that that are challenging the legality of abortion. There are none. They're never going to even decide on it. It doesn't matter who's in there. This is scare tactics. Both sides are using scare tactics. Neither ones are godlies. Okay, they're not godly. It doesn't matter if he wins or not. It doesn't matter if Roe versus Wade look it's just like the prayers in school are the prayers going back in school anytime soon no it's over it's over the only way to get rid of abortion is even if the Supreme Court had it and they ruled on it it would still be an issue then it's a if if let's just say let's just say um it were to come up before the court and Kavanaugh's on it and there's enough votes to to say yes we think Roe versus Wade is unconstitutional so we reversed 40 how many years now 
45 years. It's been the law. All it would do, even if they said that, yes, boom, it's unconstitutional. Does that mean it's illegal? No, it doesn't. It means every state now can make their own laws about it. And how many states do you think would make it illegal to have an abortion? I'm betting on zero. Some might have restrictions. Oh, yes, it's only, we want to ban it uh, past, uh, um, you know, seven months. The final trimester is illegal. Okay, fine. I mean, it'll save some lives, but not many. Uh, we, anything past the first trimester is illegal. Okay. But again, why, is it, is it murder or not? You're playing games now. You're playing games. So which state would actually say every stage of pregnancy, once you get pregnant, you cannot abort the child? No state's going to do that. Maybe one. I don't know. In which case, you have 49 states where it's completely legal. So nothing will change. Because the will is not there. The righteousness of God is not there. The anger of man does not equate to the righteousness of God. That's what this is. That's all this is. It ain't going to change. And don't get me started. Look, it doesn't matter if we pray for it, folks. God is not going to contradict himself. He's not going to suddenly force his um, decision on a soul. They get to choose what they want. We all do. They can choose to stop being unrighteous and follow the Lord. That's their choice. And if a and if hundred million people do it, then maybe something would change. But that ain't happening. Or you can pray for his people to be saved. I, I, would, I, don't, I don't like this idea of praying for somebody to be confirmed to the Supreme Court. What's that about? Does God really care? I don't think he does. Look, you got to be kidding me here. I, I, got, I got the world coming up against my, uh, my people Israel over here, and I'm, I'm, looking, I'm fixing to come back and establish a kingdom there. What, what is this 5,000 miles away about a court? I mean, obviously he knows. Yes, he cares about every soul. He cares what the... He doesn't want us to go to hell. He wants us to be saved. But this is not on the list of priorities. All right, hold on. Uh, Archangel Michael, get in here. Uh, We're going to have to do something about the Supreme Court. Make sure Kavanaugh gets confirmed so our will can be done. My will can be done there. Yeah, right. Silly. It's ridiculous. It's a waste of your time. It will not change anything. The only way to get rid of abortion, only way, and believe me, I've thought about this for three decades now, the only way to stop it, if you're really against it, if, you're really, if you really think it's murder and you really think it's innocent children being murdered and God's going to make us pay for those, you know, he's going to hold us accountable, I agree, but how do we, if you really want to change it, if you want to reverse it, if you want to get the blessing of God, Instead of the judgment of God, you know what you have to do? The same thing that you did with slavery. There is no other way. You have to be an abolitionist. Abolitionist. Not pro-life. Pro-life. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's a nice, nice bumper sticker name for those who think abortion is bad. Or there shouldn't be them. Well, shouldn't be... 
and abolishing the practice are very different things. Or politicians will say, even the, the pro-life politicians will say, there should be less abortion. Less? There should be less Holocaust. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, six million Jews are just way too many. We gotta, if it was two million, that would be much better. That would be cool. Keep that legal. Two million Jews and under, go for it. But six, too many. Can't have that. That's not, that's not what God would want. It's a joke, right? You have to abolish it, period. And how do you abolish in, in our system of government, how do you abolish something that's illegal? If no matter what, if, again, if you overturn Roe versus Wade, all, all Roe versus Wade said is you have to protect it in all states since it's legal in one, basically. But again, if you overturn it, then that's overturned. Well, we don't have to protect it in all states. It's up to each state to decide. Then each state has to say it's, it's good or, or, or not. That's, not. that's not abolishing. That's what the Civil War was. Remember? Maybe you don't. That's right, Michael. He says, for a minute, I was getting caught up in this whole Kavanaugh situation, Supreme Court thing. God's like, wait a minute, don't get caught up in it. It's a trick. It is a trick. It is. It's a distraction. This is what demons do. Get your eyes off of Jesus. <laughs> Get your eyes out of the Bible and onto the internet. Onto the newspaper. Another old reference, newspapers. Right? Get your actions away from the gospel and away from evangelizing. And instead of evangelizing for Christ, you're evangelizing for the Republicans or the Democrats. Instead of marching on uh, your your capital city to uh, to abolish abortion. You're going to your capital city to protest or support a Supreme Court nominee. How far have we fallen? Have we ever even been up there? <laughs> we've 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 been in this mess for a long, long time, and nobody's interested in 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 really being righteous about it. That's the point. Nobody cares about God's opinion. We want what we want, and that's it. We want convenience. And um, if a baby is inconvenient, then we're going to kill him. That's it. That's cool. And uh, that's about where we're at. That is about where we're at. It's a sit now. It's a sit. You have churches actually coming out. You know. I mean, this it's terrible. Anyways, so how do we do it? We abolish it. You say ab- abolition. The Civil War was because we wouldn't abolish slavery. We left it up to the states, right? They, the Supreme Court said, no, we can't. Um, you know, the Constitution says we can't let it litigate this. And they were right. It was up to the states. In, under the letter of the law, the, the Constitution as it was, that was the right decision. Now, it doesn't mean it was the right moral decision. No. But it was a constitutional one. It was. So in that case, the Constitution was evil. Just with abortion, same thing. It is. It allows evil. So what does God think of that? What does he think of that? Anyway, so, right, the abortion or uh, civil war happened because slavery couldn't be overturned in all the states. There was no justification legally for it, and there wasn't. The only way that, by the way, right, what happened? You, then you had two distinct sides. And this is where the Republican Party was born from. Because they were 
for a government that said slavery was illegal or should be illegal for the whole country. That's basically where it came from. And uh, breaking news, uh, 10.50, as I get distracted by my phone, uh, Senate approves sending Kavanaugh nomination to final vote. Now, we've got too many votes here for my, for my liking, but um, too many steps in this thing. So he's going to final confirmation, and I'm, uh, he'll probably get in. Uh, some people are jumping up for joy right now and, and, and uh, dunk, slam dunking uh, on their opponent now. Yeah, because they think the evil is the Democrat. They want to go for victory lap. And as, this, as if this has anything to do with Christianity. So anyway, how do we do this? Like the Civil War, you had the two opposing par- sides now. One who thought it should be illegal, one who thought it should be illegal. And oh, you heard fear tactics from the South, didn't you? Oh my God, if you get rid of slavery, our economy will collapse. There, there, if you heard that one lately. Uh, if you get rid of this thing, our economy will collapse. There's no way we can stay. You know, this is immoral. They, and by the way, the South to this day, even some who, who miss the, the uh, Confederacy, which is wicked, by the way. Um, they'll say they think God was with them. They think, yes, the evil tyrant, Abraham Lincoln. We have to fight the tyrant. That was a northerner. I, I think it's very funny. But like. Yeah, this is a real thought. There's a lot of folks maybe listening to this think that. Sorry, you're way, way off. Uh, God was not with you. God was not with the South. And by the way, um, if there was, if the South won the Civil War, we'd have two different countries, at least two different ones. Texas came, right? It could have been a whole new thing. Um, the In the West and all that stuff, it could have been at least two countries. Do you think that's what God intended? You think that's what God wanted? That's the destiny of of our people was to sip. This is like Israel all over. It's not we're not Israel, but it's like the same uh, events happening all over again. The kingdom became divided because they couldn't stand God's laws. They had to have their own. They had to have their own king. They had to have to do it their own way. They had to worship the way they wanted to worship. Don't take the right of Baal worship away from me. You can't say I can't sacrifice my kids to Molech. So, then you got two Israels, Judah and Israel. All right? Same junk. And what happened, by the way, when they were divided, the enemies came and overthrew them. That's what happens. Also, back to the foundational thing. So, once the foundation is cracked, think of a house or whatever, If it, then water and everything else can get in, and it's permanent. You have to seal the crack over when it's new. Otherwise, the whole thing is going to break. The Now, this is symbolic, but I think it's very apt. On September 11th, when we were attacked and God said, all right, guys, this is what you get. I'm not doing this, but here we go. Um, when the enemies came against us and we had a strike in the land, it literally... That when the when the twin towers collapsed in New York City, it literally broke the foundation of the first place where America was established in New York City, where Washington went and was inaugurated. New York City, the foundation of that building, the actual the place of the foundation of America was literally cracked open on nine eleven. 
So since then, have have we not seen the divide, the chasm, just explode? Even uh, Brother Michael here a minute ago mentioned, right, that um, the last president's treatment of, of, of Islam and not calling terrorists terrorists and all that stuff. Um, this is, yeah, this is a spirit. This is a spirit of division and fear. And that um, this is part of the infection that we have in America. In the West, in the Western nations. But again, this is about America. So the founda- if the foundation is cracked and you're not fixing it, you didn't fix the foundation. God is the foundation. You didn't address that. And we didn't immediately go after 9-11 and get rid of abortion and get rid of, you know, crack down on any slavery that was left, any, any um, hateful racism and all this stuff. If we didn't address the core issues, it's not going to get better. He papered over. Even, even George Bush says Islam is a religion of peace. Yes, he did. He was fooled. Deceived. He's, he was no hero. He's no Christian warrior. So, anyways, I really didn't intend to go there, but so be it. The point is, every time the Supreme Court comes up, it's a distraction. But especially now, because we're so divided. The house divided against itself cannot stand. That's Jesus. And by the way, Lincoln quoted Jesus. We're referring to the Civil War in those ways. He was right. So please, I'm imploring you, I'm begging you, do not get distracted by this. Do not get distracted. Do not waste your time. Do not waste one more second. One more minute. On this process. I mean, you know, have you turned on a news channel? Have you turned it on lately? That's all it is. And by the way, you can pick your hate. Pick my hate. Let's see, do I want to hate Republicans? A lot of choices for that. Hate Republicans. Hate conservatives. Oh man, there's tons of that stuff. There's also the hate Democrat channel. Um... And the hate liberals, that's definitely available. Yeah, and a lot of those too. What are we doing here? That's all it is. It's a game. Satan has completely tricked us. He's taken believers and totally got them off the game. They're off the field. They're not only in the game, they're out of the stadium. They're out of the stadium. They're not ready to go in the game. You No. They're off chasing around the Supreme Court nominees and, and dirty liberals and, and, and evil conservatives. They're gone. Now God can't use that. He's not going to use that. All right. Uh, short little break, then I'll be back in just a moment. Wings of the Eagle brings the truth of Jesus Christ and Bible prophecy to the world by facilitating a free global communications network for the saints and publishing teaching that will educate and exhort believers and witness to non-believers. We will never be afraid or a respecter of persons. 
If you believe in this mission, partner with us by donating financially now. Your donations are vital to pay for Wings of the Eagle platforms and infrastructure which we need to operate. Please donate today and help keep us on the forefront of the battle until he returns. Both one-time and monthly gifts are greatly appreciated and necessary. God bless you. Broadcasting around the world. All around the world. We're available at the App Store and on Google Play. Download now for free. Anywhere, anytime. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. And now, Wings of the Eagle Radio. All right, we're back. Wings of the Eagle Radio. Christopher Mantine, a lighthearted, <laughs> lighthearted discussion today. Um, I don't have the phone open, but nobody uses that anyway, so don't worry about it. Uh, just chat with me right now if you'd like, like uh, Pastor Randy Scott uh, has been doing right there on the Spreaker app, or if you're on the Wings of the Eagle dot uh, com, you can just send a comment right in there. You can always email me as well, radio at wings of the eagle dot com. Doesn't matter if it's live; you can always email me there. Uh, and we're of course live on Facebook as well, because apparently some of my friends enjoy this uh, enjoy this time. All right, so that's why we're doing it. And please, I do inc- like you just heard. Uh, please go to wingsoftheeagle dot com. It's brand new. We just retooled the whole thing. Uh, all this stuff is right there in your face. To know where to go. It tells you what exactly what our mission is. Um, tells you where to go to find, you know, the different media, the videos, the um, radio show here, Bible studies, the store, um, the academy, of course. This is one thing I want to always remind you of. We have online courses that's completely on your time and your discretion and uh, your pace. Um, you don't have to be at a location. You don't have to go to a class. You don't even have to be online at a certain time. It's whenever you want from your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever. Um, just click on the academy button at wingsoftheego.com. Or you can go to the individual sites themselves. We have one set up for uh, I have a class called the Ten Signs the Return of Jesus is Near. That's completely free. Just go to uh, tensignsofjesus.com and register now, and you can start taking it. Uh, and also the End Time for Beginners. That's 149 but that is over 20 hours of material. 20 hours. And, um, in fact, it has been um, recognized by... More than one pastor and ministry leader, Joel Richardson, you might have heard of him. Jake McCandless, you might have heard of him. Um, Randy Scott, might have heard of him. I don't know. Uh, but there's several folks. I mean, it's been 100% positive. I haven't gotten one negative response on it. People are learning the, the straight word of God about the end times. And that's what we're after. A lot of us here who join is to find out what exactly the deal is. So that's why we created it. And by the way, it's going to grow, and you're gonna, you don't have to pay anything extra. It's just going to be there. All right? So uh, go to uh, endtimeforbeginners.com, endtimes, endtimesforbeginners.com, and it'll walk you through um, exactly what is in there. It'll show you a sample lesson, and will show you exactly what is covered. Every book of the Bible, the end times comes up, we cover it. And... It just shows you what the Bible says, and there's some interconnection with other books and other um, parts of the of the Word, and little exposition, and there you go. And that's twenty some twenty five hours long. Okay, it covers tw- what I think it's twenty four different books of the Bible. Is that right? 
Um, so, yeah, it's not just Revelation or Daniel or the Gospels. The end times are everywhere in, in the Word of God because the day of the Lord, the return of Jesus, is the greatest day in the history of the earth. The greatest. So, and, and terrible. Great and terrible, right? Day of the Lord. So it's coming, burning like an oven, it says, Malachi. So it's going to happen. Um but there's, we've got to do some things before that, all right, get things done, get things in order. That's what the ch- call of the church is, to stand up to the spirit of the age, to stand up to the supreme courts of the world. Yeah, to, to say, get out of here, Christians. Get away from that. Don't be distracted. Putting in some, you know, Joe Bob, this or that, is not going to fix anything. And by the way, you don't want this to be fixed, do you? This, this world is dying. This world is passing away. Passing away. Like a, a, an, an old person on the bed with, um, you know, irreversible brain disease or something. Like it's Alzheimer's. That's where America is. And the world. All the world's governments are passing away. Passing away. You can't save America. There's no such thing. The world is dying. They didn't say the world is dying except for the United States, except for the Western, except for those who elect Christian leaders. Those will remain when I come. Nope. All of them are going down. So get on the bus. Okay? The real president is coming. In fact, he's more than a president. He's the king. The king means he gets to choose everything. You don't elect him. You don't elect him. He elects us. Right? He elects us. It's called the election of God. Calling an election of God is sure. Uh, and except if it, even the elect, by the way, can be deceived. Yes, that's what that's what the Lord says. So if he's really the Lord, the Lord, that's an old kind of medieval term now, right? The, what does the Lord mean? If somebody's from England or yeah, they or Great Britain, they understand what the term means. Lord this or Lord that. Master, master, king, sovereign. The top. There is no, he's the king of all kings. If he's not just a king. He's the king of the kings. King has no superior, right? That's the definition. You're the top. Well, Jesus is the top of the top. <laughs> he's Lord of all of that. All right? And he says he sets up kings. Yeah, well, for in this age even, he, he does that. But in the age to come is what we're supposed to be looking for. What we're looking to, the end times is not the end of the world. It's the end of the age. It's the end of this way. It's the end of man's government. Now we're going to have God's government. Yes, a theocracy is coming, whether you like it or not. Whether you're fighting, if you're fighting to hold on to America, or the Constitution, or Supreme Court, you're doomed, man. There's there's no way out for you. It's done. Forget it. Where is the where is the uh, salvation in in anything man does? It doesn't exist. Make America great again, please. Please. We're trying to... The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Be about Him. Him. And don't... uh, I don't want to use too big of a word. Don't conflate. Don't mix together. Don't confuse Jesus with a politician. Or the gospel with your political party. Again, I get it. You know, I've been in it. I made, 
I made decisions in life. I understand what it's like to think, well, since I believe, since I'm a Christian, since I follow Jesus, then uh, the leaders, you know, I'm supposed to be doing these things to make, uh, like, uh, I get it, I get it, but I'm so far out of that right now. The calling of the prophets, what, every time you see, the prophets are separated, they're living out in the desert, they're eating locusts and honey, um, they're, they're dressed very gnarly, right, they don't get haircuts, right, the... These guys, if you're if you're an Elijah of the age, if you're if you're one of these end time guys, what are you doing mixing up with this stuff? You should want way more than this. You should want the only time that I think of Elijah and Elisha, the only time they had anything to do with kings or government was when they were, or even John the Baptist was when they go in front of them and disrespect them, right, and to say you're sinning, the God God is against you. God will bring down your government. God is going to invade your land. Or, you know, your enemies are going to invade your land because you've been disobedient to the law. All this stuff. That's what prophets do. Look at Jeremiah's day. What happens, right? All the false prophets are the ones who say, oh, all is well. All is well. All is well. Look at the economy. Look at the economy. All is well. How can you be against this? We've provided great jobs for you. You have money now. You have protection. You have no one's invading us right now. We are, you're safe. You're put money in the bank. We're here for a long, 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 long time. Oh yes, really? That's the false prophet, son, sons and daughters. That's the false prophets. Everything is okay. Everything's not okay. It's deeply, deeply broken and evil. The days are evil. How much simpler could it be? It's supposed to convert hearts to Christ. That's it. And whatever comes of that, comes of that. But this is not dominionism, okay, fancy word, is false. Okay, amillennialism is a lie. You don't understand what that means? It means the kingdom of God will not, Augustine was a real satanic plant. I got news for you. Uh, the kingdom of God, the city of God, will not come by man. No, it won't. Jesus is bringing it. And yes, he's literally coming back. And yes, he literally will rule in literal Jerusalem on a literal throne for a literal thousand years while Satan is bound. Because Satan's not bound today. I got news for you guys. Is, if he, is he accusing you right now? Is he accusing anyone, anybody? I don't care if you're saved or lost. If Satan can accuse anyone on the earth, he is not bound. And by the way, Zechariah shows us this scene. It's a courtroom scene. Speaking of Supreme Court, there's the Supreme Court, all right. The King of Kings is sitting there. Um, And Satan comes to accuse Israel. Where? Where is he accused? In heaven. Satan's in heaven. Oh my gosh. What did he just say? Yep. Yep. He's allowed access. He can go to and fro, it says. Where have you been, Satan? Ah, to and fro. <laughs> Up and down. Wherever. This dimension, that dimension, second heaven, walking the earth, whatever. None of your business, God. To and fro. To and fro. All over. He has complete freedom of movement. Okay? It's only the last two stages of his life. 
that he's restricted in any way. And those have not arrived. Number one is when he's cast from heaven. Oh my God, brother, he said Satan's not cast from heaven yet. Because he's not. You know why he's not? Because he's there accusing. The accuser of our brethren has been cast down. It's not a metaphor. It's not a metaphor. It means literally. When he literally gets kicked out of heaven, he can't appear before God and accuse anymore. That has not happened. That has not happened. The cross allows you to overcome that and to get away from the accusation and to rebuke him, but that's not the same as cast down out of the courts of heaven. That's not, the, the door is shut. He's not allowed in anymore for anybody. So, phase one, he gets kicked to the earth for a short time. And I, I, right, don't we all always quote that? And by the way, we're going to cover Revelation 12 on Ed Time Church this Monday night. Be there, endtime.church. Um, when Satan gets cast to the earth, he says he, he's full of wrath, right? The wrath of Satan is the tribulation, okay? The wrath, he has great wrath because he knows he has only a short time. Uh, pastors and preachers and uh, hundred years, hundreds of thousands of years have been saying that, oh, praise God, the enemy is nervous because he knows he has a th- only a short time left. The short time is enumerated, friend. It's not 2,000 years. It's not 1,000 years. It's not 100 years. It's not 10 years. It's not five years. It's three and a half years. Three and a half years. The Great Tribulation. The tribulation can't happen until he's here. Yeah, on the earth. On the earth. Satan and his angels on the earth. That's a a symptom or a um, feature of the great tribulation. The last three and a half years before Jesus comes, Satan gets to have have a field day. That's why he's angry. Because he can't be in heaven and earth both anymore. He's only on the earth. He can't use the spiritual wickedness in high places. He can't affect you in the spirit. Can you imagine that? Can you even imagine what that would be like? That Satan and the the fallen angels and the demons can't harass you anymore? There is no more spiritual warfare. (laughs) The wars with the spirits are on the earth. There's no... There's no... um, my pastor all the time says, get this right, get this relationship right, be you and God, right, direct line from heaven to earth, heaven to earth. What if, the, right now there's interference, Daniel 10 shows us this, there's interference between the heaven and the earth, and it's called the fallen angels and Satan. They are, they are disrupting your prayers, they are disrupting your life, they are disrupting, they are accusing you before the throne, they are messing with all of us. What happens when that's cleared away, like a, like a sponge wiping off the filth of the window? There's no more window. It's just gone. It's open. Unrestricted. That's when Joel 2 can be fulfilled. The great miracles and signs because there's what we call an open heaven, right? There's no more um, struggle. You're directly communicating with the Father, and the Father is directly dispatching angels and and the Holy Spirit, uh, miracles and all the rest, directly to you with no interference. What a time. What a time. So that is the good side, the flip side of Satan being on the earth. But he's not here yet. He's still in heaven. So when he gets serious, three and a half years, that's the short time. And then the final phase of his life, 
his existence is he's in the pit, right? Chained in a pit with a seal, a, a, a door on it, a stone, so he can't get out and deceive anyone. So now he can deceive in, in the spiritual realm, in the heavenly realm. For three and a half years, he'll be on the earth deceiving, but then he won't anymore. Well, he gets one little blip at the end, right? Remember, it says for a thousand years, he's, he's completely sealed up. That's not now dominionist. That's not now a millennialist teacher. You're, you're totally false teaching on this. Um, he's still, he's bound at this time only. Not yet. He's completely bound. There's no influence of Satan. There's no, none of that to worry about for a thousand years in a row, except for the very end of it. He gets, all right, Satan, you get one last chance. Bring whoever you want. Come fight. If this is what you really want. And of course he does. So he gets all the, all the people together. Let's invade Jerusalem again. Only Jesus is actually on the throne. And that's the point where it's all over. God takes care of business. Uh, throws him in the lake of fire. Done. Done. Then we have new heavens and new earth. And then the par- portion of history that's not written of in the Bible. Hasn't happened yet. Yet to be written. All right? So this is all good stuff. Um, I know, I guess I'm losing uh, viewers like crazy here over this. That's all right. That is perfectly fine. Um, as as Pastor Scott said a while ago now, I should get off the air. It's been over an hour. Uh, we should easily forget it's not against flesh and blood. That is the point. That's the point. We are not engaged in carnal warfare um, this struggle, whomever, who's in what Supreme Court does not matter. Quit being distracted. Come before the Lord. Repent. Be saved. Save others. Preach the gospel. You, you know, the Holy Spirit is ready and willing to rock and roll. We got to get ready for this. The world is coming down. His world is coming. God bless you. Talk to you next time. Until next time, pray always. Meet with others who know what's coming. Join the free network at wingsoftheeagle.com and spread the word. The destiny of the final generation of the saints of God draws near.